welcome back to the Focused on Infinity podcast. It has been a minute. Um, as I have, you know, as you probably know, I've been working with the Populist Voice Network and my show, Populist, uh, not Populist Voice Network, uh, Postmortem Breakdown, uh, and, you know, working with that and building up that channel. But I decided that there are some things that I need to come here and talk to you directly about. And also, I wanted to, you know, just thank you for following me and helping me build up the skills to join PVN. Um, and so today we're going to be talking about uh, one of my favorite topics, which is uh, sex and sex work and the future of fucking with two of my very favorite human beings on the planet. We have Charlie and Margot, who are uh, experts and are going to help me uh, explain to you and um, you know discuss with you some things that I think we all need to be talking about if we're talking about the future we would like to see, which, as you know, is pretty much my whole thing. I am solutions oriented. I don't want to talk about personalities or the people. I want to talk about the things that we need to do and the things that we need to know for a better world. It's always about ideas. So let me give them a chance to introduce themselves. And then I'll give you a little bit of an introduction into what we're going to be talking about. Um, yeah, please take it away. Hi, I'm Charlie of Charlie and Margot. Um, I'll just use I statements and then she'll go. I am um, a full service sex worker with sort of focuses on kink and fetish. And I've been um, doing sex work full time for about eight years now. All right. And you, Margot? I'm Margot of Charlie and Margot. Uh, yeah, I've been a full service sex worker together as Charlie and Margot for eight years. And we like to focus, or I, we like to focus on, like, kink with, like, a lighthearted, kind of, like, friendly and fun approach. It doesn't have to all be, like, dungeons and whips and chains, although those all have their part as well. Right. Dungeons and whips and chains, but, you know, you can be fun about it. <laughs> I'm going to beat the hell out of you now. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, Margo and I are um, an obligate duo in sex work. We do all of our sessions together. It's sort of our niche and we love doing it. And we've been doing that together since we started doing full service sex work. And since we started actually stripping together um, our roots in New Orleans. And um, yeah, so we sort of working from that perspective. Um, that's awesome. An obligate duo. I like I like that term. Okay, uh, so let me just give you a little bit of an overview on the topic. Um, sex work is often left out in leftist or, you know, discussions uh, with, you know, socialists or communists, whatever, you know, and, and you know that I don't really identify as any particular ideology because let's face it, all of the ide ideologies that have come before us were written down by, you know, some like old white dudes who didn't know what the internet was, right? So there is lots and lots of, uh, there's lots of great stuff. Like I'm not denigrating theory, but theory that doesn't take into account the current day, the current situation is of less use to us than the lived experiences and the things that we need to do and need to be talking about right now, right? Life is constantly updating and the things that we need to do need to react to conditions and thus constantly update. Um, and of course, we will talk about some particular reasons why we shouldn't be looking to Marxist theory for discussions of sex work, but that's, uh, that's for later. Um, we need to talk about sex work and sex work in the future, right? Because 
I believe all of us know that we don't we're not against commerce. And that's one of the things that like, you know, right wingers like to say is that, you know, we don't want people to be able to make chairs or widgets and sell them to each other. Right. We don't want people to be able to trade. And that's just nonsense. Right. People will always want to make things. People will always want to do things. And even if we do, you know, achieve, you know, fully automated, et cetera, et cetera. Right. People will still do things, but we'll do them because they are our passions. There are things that we enjoy doing, right? There are things that we're good at or just things that we want to try out even, right? And there will be people that want those particular things. And that's always how humans have worked and always how humans will work. So we're just going to, you know, if we're going to look at things realistically, we also want to look at how that involves sex and sex work, right? There are people that are good at sex, they are better at sex than other people, just like everything else in the world, right? There is a myriad of talent and ability and, you know, and desire and just, you know, different bodies, et cetera, et cetera. And so I believe strongly that there always will be a place for sex work in the world. Right. There's just it, it, whatever, you know, and, and of course, I would like to evolve conversations about, you know, relationships and, you know, marriage and all of that stuff. And like, obviously, all of that's going to evolve. But for to me and for me, my idea is that no matter where, where there will be humans, there will be a place for sex work. And I don't think that that is a controversial statement in any way. Right. Except for some people who believe that, you know, it is all that sex work is definitively based in oppression but i posit that all work is based in oppression that's what work is right and i feel like we have an easy time acknowledging that and i also feel that some of us have a difficult time distinguishing uh sex from other forms of work because of stuff we have in our heads that has been put in there by the world we grew up in, right? Even the most stringent, hardcore leftist, look, especially American leftists, you grew up in America. So coming out of the walls is a bunch of indoctrination about sexuality and bodies, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, how many of you still believe in virginity, right? <laughs> that is a fucking bullshit ass concept that was created basically to increase the bride price for when you, you know, when you did marriage, which was, which was and still is in many legal senses, the sale or the transfer of a woman or femme from one family into another. That's just right. How, I mean, when I always say, if you don't think that patriarchy exists, just ask yourself whose last name you have. You know, how many people are changing their names when they get married and why? Is it because you I want to? Uh, right. Now, <laughs> this is different. That, that's a different case is when both people change their names. And I, I actually, I love that idea. I totally advocate for both people changing their name when they are creating a new family. That's like, a, I mean, it's kind of, it's cute. I love it. At any rate. So we're going to talk about first, we're going to talk about the modern world and how sex work works now and how we would like to see it work in the future, or how we imagine it working in the future, because um, rest in peace, bell hooks. Uh, the way that we will get to the future is by imagining 
the world we want. We're not going to get there just by, you know, accepting what is, right? We have to have the courage to see a better world. And that starts with with dreaming it. That starts with talking about it. That starts with imagining it and then spreading our imaginings to other people. So uh, let me just give you two a chance to talk about, um, you know, your current experiences with sex work and, you know, the ways that as leftists, right, you interact with it and navigate it. So I first want to say that I think, I mean, the, <laughs> the reasons why groups of people, different groups of people look down on sex workers is myriad, but something you said, um, so I think, I think the reason that many of the powers that be, um, think that sex work subjugate people, women specifically, is because they see sex as subjugating people, women specifically. And you, so you have to kind of like rewind, like even bef- like before the sex work begins to like how people view sex and women and women, by the way, having consensual sex, you mentioned the construct of um, virginity to like increase the sale price of um a person being married, like, um, (laughs) by monetizing virginity, it also like feeds into the whole like marriage construct of like men owning women, but like us saying like virginity is like made up by men and it doesn't matter to us. And like, we can like go have sex like on our own terms we're taking back the value of our sexuality and our bodies and um like removing it from their hands which they don't want they want to be able to sell virgins they want to be able to shame us they want to um control our lives by controlling our sexuality and when we own that ourselves that uh takes power away from them and they don't like it oh yeah (laughs) yeah i would add additionally like I'm sure there's still, I mean, I'd have to fact check this, but it wasn't so long ago that you needed your husband's permission to have a checking account or a credit card or anything around like 74. that. Yeah. And so like, I f- know that any job that's more like oriented towards cis women for this argument, but any job that's more... Any job that's seen as more of like women's work is always viewed as like beneath or less than and sex work Mm. is a career job that um, is mostly like cis women and you really can't do the job in the same way if you're uh, entering as a cis man. Basically, it's women's work and it's women's autonomy and like being able to be self-sufficient and pay your own bills and make your own way with your own body and so i think that that makes it the oldest profession like one of the dirtiest ones in like the puritanical like western world because it is an emblem of just like women's freedom to be able to like take care of themselves and do what they want Mm. Uh, hell yeah, absolutely. Let's like just make sure to remind everyone that 
everything is intersectional all in all forms of oppression intersect right and uh you know for the class reductionists out there the capitalist structure maybe the like you know the big boss as it were but it's got different ways of working on each of us depending on our identity markers right so capitalism will work differently on you if you are a poor white cis man than it will if you are say a wealthy black uh queer person right it's like and it still will work on everyone and it, it messes everybody up but the ways that it works on us differently are the reasons that we need to have these discussions right there are lots of people who say we shouldn't have discussions of identity because it's a distraction and it's like no what we're talking about is the mechanisms we're talking about the same thing but we're talking about it from our individual viewpoints which helps us to be able to break apart the different pieces of a larger structure right so a lot of the things that you were saying really um uh really make sense to me and you know t the idea of taking you know women and femmes taking back their bodies and using those bodies within capitalism uh, essentially like it's like using capitalism's tricks against it basically and that's why it is so um you know it's looked down upon so much right because it is you know the oldest profession but somehow you know like the profession that nobody wants to talk about and that always is like bottom of the totem pole in terms of things that people respect and there were like you know temples way 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 back in the day where sex was sacred and then christianity came in don't even get me started on i mean christianity basically <laughs> is is linked in all of this right because christianity was one it's of the, the worst yeah christianity <laughs> patriarchy uh and 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 racism basically right and that's that's like like all the toolbox of the capitalist superstructure. Um, so tell me, just give me a little, uh, you know, tell me why you each think that we will continue to have and, um, and, and, and how we might be able to do sex work in a world beyond capitalism. Like, you know, is why, why will we need sex work if everyone has everything they need? You know, won't people just not want to pay for sex or like you know won't won't people not want to do sex for money if they have other options and don't need money well first of all i wanted to add to the previous point that i feel like sex work is a very thin veneer for um how like well cis men like approach different like marginalized communities because like it is not without its risks but like see how many like trans women of color are like like abused and sometimes even murdered for the work that they do and i feel like it's a reflection of like how as a society they're treated and so i work with in relative comfort with my partner but it's still not something like it still causes me problems in like trying to apply for a bank account or getting an apartment for instance and th those are just seem like less like inherent like physical violence but still things that come between me and like my hierarchy of needs um mm -hmm. but to the question that you just asked like you said people there are people who are craftsmen and very good at making chairs uh, when the revolution comes i'm not one of the people who can make a chair but i know that um i'm very good at threesomes that's one of the, <laughs> if i'm good at cooking i can sew things i can build a fire but i also uh, one of my like skilled crafts that i do is cake and threesomes and i feel like that's not something that everyone has the merit badge for 
So I feel like that's something that I can <laughs> offer in the barter system that we developed together. Hell yeah. Yeah, I have um, often lamented that um, I couldn't like we we had to take our rat to the vet the other day and you know like oh. when i'm on the phone be like okay so like can you give me an idea of what the you know the visit will cost and like could you ask the vet like would it be cool would he like maybe like want a blowjob from like two hot chicks and right. like check out our rat for us and like <laughs> right you know um right. you said like if like if everyone had everything they need and we're just like happy like would they still need sex work it's like if everyone had everything they need, like, would they still, I, mean, I don't even know. Like, what, like, why do we need to go to the dentist if we're happy? Why do we need to like hire a tennis coach? Like, like, uh, Margo said, we're really good at having threesomes. Like that's most of what <laughs> we do. Um, our sphere of friends is like very open-minded, very queer, very sex positive. And I don't know anyone who's had more threesomes than us. It's just like a simple fact that we're probably better at it than you are. And, you know, if the, if the vet or the mechanic or the dentist or the chair maker, like I would love to show people new sexual experiences that I'm like a, professional at in exchange for the things that they're professional at. I don't know how to do everything. They don't know how to do everything. Yeah. Everyone, we all need each other to like survive. And our work is a lot of it is just fun. Like a lot of it as our clients just coming to us to just have a good time and entertainment and leisure are super valid people will always want those things and yes. we have had wonderful experiences particularly with queer people but also sometimes with rich white cis straight men who have their eyes opened to matters of like gender and sexuality that they would maybe never have had in their entire lives if they didn't come meet us. I'm not saying that they couldn't have gotten that from someone else. I'm just saying like, if they hadn't gone to like queer sex workers and had, you know, a safe 90 minutes or two hours to like have sex and then like ask us a bunch of questions that they can't ask anyone else in their entire lives and maybe have, you know, maybe in their head, obviously it's not true, but maybe in their head, they're like, I've never talked to like a queer person before. It's like, obviously they have, but right. not people who are out that way. Right. And I like to think that we now and then get to put our like insidious little claws like directly into the root of patriarchy mm. <laughs> and teach it. them things about consent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it. to your point, like once we're done burning all the banks and everything, we, and this is something that I hear from like people like, who had corporal punishment in their life when they were raised, like it, it is up to you to stop that family tradition slash curse like once we come into this new way of being like we still need to acknowledge that we've all been through the trauma that is living under capitalism and mm. part of that is like harlow did a bunch of fucked up shit with monkeys but his um experiment with the the wire monkey and the cherry cloth monkey like we all need human touch and kindness and i feel like that's really a lot of the work that we do is just like 
skin to skin contact and just like you are a human being who does who is intrinsically valuable just for being human being and having like skin to skin contact is something that you really do need hmm. and even if nothing else just to like also have all the sex that you're too afraid to ever ever dream of but just like being naked and vulnerable with another person is something that like the body wants so what that makes me think of is i'm i'm trying to phrase this the right way so we've probably all let it fly heard of the idea of like oh if we just like give rapists like access to sex workers then they won't rape people so like on the face that's bullshit because rape is not about sex rape yes. is about power yeah period yeah. um but what i do think is true is that a lot of people would be a lot less repressed and have less shame about their bodies and their sexualities and the things that they are interested in which might be weird mm. but that they want to explore consensually with another person and the idea of like okay we're all gonna be happy we won't need sex workers anymore the more i think about it kind of pisses me off more because it's like okay so you're assuming now that the, like i don't know how many sex workers there are but there are a lot it's like so we're gonna like erase this entire like set of people but it's going to be replaced somehow by other people who know how to do all the things that sex workers know how to do and will do them mm. at like a specific time and place that fits your schedule and then leave right. and you never have to talk to them again if you don't want to. Like we're just mm. reinventing sex work, except for now the person who's like the professional doesn't get to be like um, rewarded for their work yeah yeah i hear what you're saying it's like for example okay in a world beyond capitalism like what people are just gonna all everyone's gonna do their own baking all the time and like exactly. there's nobody who's better at baking like obviously there is, are people who are better at things and enjoy doing things and you're gonna want occasionally you know most of the time you'll do your own baking Right. But sometimes you're going to want that, you know, that red velvet cake that you don't know how to make. And it will there there will be people there. And here's the other thing. There will be people who are not being coerced by capitalism into doing it. And that's the big thing for me. Right. Is that like, you know, it, it's very telling for me. Right. When people think that, well, when we remove the coercion of capitalism, no one will do sex work. That tells me that your view of sex is fucked up because you're thinking that it has to be something like it's something weird that like, you know, that you wouldn't you just absolutely nobody would have sex with people that they didn't know if it weren't for the coercive effects of money. Right. How many motherfuckers would go into a, a, a mine 